Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. In 2020, we laid the foundations for these conversations. We spent 12 episodes outlining how loss or grief can and does occur at any age or any stage in life. You can go back and listen to those foundational podcast episodes, or you can start listening today as part of a journey to become more emotionally healthy. In our last episode, we did mention self-reflection as a possible strategy for increasing our awareness of emotional triggers, and we also mentioned the 15-minute emotional reflection exercise, which provides an opportunity to examine our true feelings about people who play a special role in our lives, whether parents, siblings, friends, spouses, or even professional acquaintances. It is always better to know your true feelings so that they can be adjusted if necessary. Sometimes it is difficult for us to accept that we don't like our parent or someone else we thought we loved. But once we understand how we truly feel, we can make plans to liberate our own emotions. Many times, holding hostility toward others only hurts us, not them. There are so many different strategies for dealing with loss, grief, and other emotional issues. Certainly, if one strategy doesn't work for you, please try others until you become comfortable with one or more strategies that help you deal with your emotions in a healthy way. Sometimes a strategy may work for a while, but then it seems to stop working. Don't give up. Go with another strategy, and sometimes you can even circle back around to the strategy that stopped working. Our emotional makeup is so complex that our goal is not necessarily to understand ourselves completely, but to create and to maintain a healthy emotional balance. Today, let's delve into crying as a strategy for dealing with loss, grief, and other emotional traumas. Personally, I think crying is really good in the short term because it allows for a quick release, almost like letting air out of a tire. Some of the pressure is relieved. By short term, I mean no more than three to four months. Not that you won't occasionally cry after that time, but it probably won't be an everyday occurrence. I can tell you that crying every day for three months can be very taxing emotionally. In fact, there are moments when you feel like you may lose control of your emotions, but eventually the tears become less frequent. I would say if there is a lot of hysteria when you are crying, you might want to consider professional assistance. There is no shame in getting professional assistance with highly emotional problems. Emotional trauma in life is all around us. We invite it in every day by way of the news networks. Some jobs are so stressful they cause loss of sleep at night, which adds to emotional strain. Some people barely make enough money on their jobs to meet basic needs. All of these things and more add to our emotional instability and traumas. Buildup of pressure, emotional or otherwise, with no outlet is a disaster waiting to happen. No one in life starts out wanting to be an emotional disaster. I'm certain of that. However, if we do some advanced planning, we're able to manage any emotional crisis that might arise in our lives. I want to say that these are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. Besides crying as a strategy, let's talk a little bit about writing as a way to ward off and deal with emotions. By writing, I mean taking a sheet of paper with pen or pencil, a computer, a tablet, or desktop, and just putting down all of your feelings. 
Since what we write is meant for our eyes only and the information can be deleted or torn up, it is best to be as honest and as real and raw as possible. Honesty gets us in touch with our emotional selves faster than anything. When you cry and write things out on paper, it gets a bit messy, but that's okay. We will talk more about writing in later episodes. Remember that almost anything can cause grief in our lives, whether we lost out on a promotion at work or we have to move from the home we thought we would live in forever. Many losses, great and small, can trip us up if we don't have a plan to deal with the loss. Immediately dealing with losses can prevent us from emotional setbacks. To open up ourselves emotionally can be intimidating, but it is also very freeing. Finding a safe space in which to be vulnerable is the most difficult part of dealing with loss, grief, and emotional issues. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.